Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Zach Yenser. He's the executive director of Tucson's Young Professionals. He's a repeat guest on our show, and he hosts his own radio show called The Tipping Points. And he's going to delicately tell me it's time for the next generation to take over. Today is February 6th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, economic, and other impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track. Right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android. If you head over to your app store and get the Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to reach us on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same URL takes you to all of our past episodes. There's about 190 altogether. And our podcast is just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, you can even, if you're technologically savvy, you can even ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. I guess technically you don't have to be savvy to do that. That's probably the least savvy thing that I mentioned. Anyway, on today's show, before we get into our feature, I just want to tell you about an upcoming event that I thought was pretty cool when I saw it. It's uh, in preparation for Valentine's Day coming up here in a a little over a week. Uh, This Saturday... Uh, February 12th, there is Valentino in El Barrio, and it is a shop, uh, open-air uh, artisan's market that's going to be held in Barrio uh, uh, Viejo, and the actual address there, it's uh, South Meyer, uh, a couple blocks south of the convention center. Let's see, the address is 527 South Meyer, and they um, have uh, described it as having um, all kinds of uh, art, antiques, fashion, kind of uh, a whole mix of things that you might find something interesting for any upcoming holidays. So I hope you uh, uh, maybe take a look if, if you're looking for, for that gift. And while you're down there, I hope you take a look at uh, El Terradito. That is a shrine. It's it's one block over from where the open market will be. It's, it's next to the El Minuto Cafe. A really interesting piece in history of downtown. We've done some features on it in the past. But take a walk over there. And it's, it's a, a shrine dedicated to a, um, a castaway who wasn't uh, able to be buried in the Catholic cemetery because of his sins. He couldn't be in consecrated ground. So they created the, um, uh, this wishing wall there where you can pray for matters of the heart. And it's all dedicated to an 18-year-old shepherd uh, who uh, lost his life in a, in a very interesting and delicate love triangle. But check out the, the details there. And speaking of youth making an impact, um, our guest today is Zach Yenser. He is the executive director for the Tucson Young Professionals, and he posted recently on Facebook uh, a photo collage of, I think it was 12 or 13 faces of individuals under the age of 40 that are taking the helm of some interesting organizations and important organizations here in Tucson. So I wanted to reach out and talk to him about what all that means. So once again, on our fabulous little community radio show, we are graced with the presence of big-time media uh, in the form of Zach Yenser, who, if you've been listening to the show for any period of time, know 
Uh, he is a regular guest because he has a lot of information about tremendous uh, array of topics. Also hosts his own show on uh, KVOI The Voice. It's called The Tipping Point. And Zach, that's on at 9 every day? It is. 9 to 10, Monday to Friday. 9 to 10, Monday through Friday. So this is a little teaser of the the knowledge inside of Zach Yenser's head. He also wears a couple of other hats, and we'll talk about those in a moment. But Zach, welcome. Always good to be with you, Tom, and thanks for the invite. And now I'm blushing. I need a moment to... uh... To reset after that intro. <laughs> okay. Well, while you're composing yourself, uh, <laughs> let me give a little bit of background here. This uh, this this show came up because I was uh, watching something you posted on Facebook a few weeks ago. It was a picture of I think it was like twelve faces, and you'd indicated these were organizations in Tucson that were now uh, being led. They had people at the leadership helm that were all I think almost all of them were like forty and under. And, you know, sort of made some kind of comment about how you were taking over the world or something. I don't remember the exact details, but I thought that was interesting as to why that was so important. Can, can you tell us a little about, about that Facebook post and, and some of the organizations that are um, going through this, this kind of shift in leadership? Sure. Absolutely. I think, I think there's a couple of things that stood out to me as I was putting together the graphic that you mentioned. Number one, first and foremost, um, I got my start in a lot of ways in Tucson around intergenerational collaboration. And uh, my heart is always to see generations older and younger working together to solve problems in our community. So nothing of what I'm going to say now, you know, is anything pitting ages against ages or generations against generations. Um, but for a long time in Tucson, we have lamented and we've got a lot of work to go. We've We've been discouraged about how much young talent is leaving the community, our brain drain. Can we keep enough talent here? And I think there's some exciting movement that is showing that we are making some strides. There's a lot of work to do, but are making some strides. And uh, I was making a graphic of uh, what I consider to be major kind of regional influencing organizations that are now helmed by folks certainly under 45, most under the age of 40. And I'm sure I don't have the complete list, but organizations that some of the listeners might recognize include uh, Startup Tucson, the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Tucson IEA, uh, the the Development Association there uh, for the city of Tucson hired their first CEO ever, and they hired uh, Dre Thompson. Uh, I think she's 35 years old. Hope, Dre, if you're listening, hopefully I didn't out you there. But um, uh, Amanda Wiggins up at the Marana Chamber of Commerce, Allison Solomon, Metropolitan Pima Alliance, and so many others. Um, the new director of economic development, Tom, for Pima County as a whole uh, is a young guy named Heath Fiscovi Curity running the policy around economic development in the region. And I think one of the things, obviously, that comes with a younger generation are fresher ideas, fresher voices, and kind of new perspectives um, on things. And I think if we are seeing what I think to, to me uh, amounts to a tidal wave of this generational shift of key organizations being helmed by folks under the age of 45, I think that speaks to an exciting opportunity for this region uh, to take that momentum and to shift into high gear some of the things that we've been creating in this community 
uh, for the last uh, last number of years. So I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, and I think even though we're still facing some challenges around talent retention, I'm hoping that this crew of 11 or 12 people um, can start to push the conversation and move the needle in the right direction. You know, the, <clears throat> the people that you mentioned uh, are not new to these organizations necessarily. Um, I think a lot of times we, when, we, when we see forward-thinking organizations like Startup Tucson or Economic Development, Driving Engines, Metropolitan Human Alliance, a lot of the staff, a lot of the uh, work is being done by people that are in their 20s and 30s, but you don't, don't see a lot of them elevated to that leadership position until much, much further down the path. And so I think that's also kind of a testament to how things are speeding up, that people are getting themselves more ready for some of these positions sooner. And, and, and there's got to be something in the water that's, that's making that happen too. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out, Tom, what's in the water because I'm looking at this graphic right now and I'm thinking within the last 6 to 12 months, uh, we've seen four, five, maybe six of these organizations I'm talking about uh, uh, um, a point or higher younger leadership. I'm thinking of within the last six to 12 months of so the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce with Rob Elias, the Miranda Chamber of Commerce with Amanda Wiggins, the Tucson IDA with Dre Thompson, the Urban League, uh, which is undergoing a renaissance. Their interim director is Kanisha Raymond, Keith Viscovi Curity with Pima County. This is all in the last six or 12 months. And I try to sense what is happening in those moments. Where are we going? What does that say about our community? That almost half of this list that you keep mentioning has, has uh, happened in the last six or 12 months. And then TYP, um, uh, for further context, is now the largest organization of young professionals in the state of Arizona. Tucson, young, Tucson young Professionals, for those of you wondering what TYP is. Thank you, Heath. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Tom. I keep talking about a Heath. You have a Heath in your name, but your first name is Tom. Yeah. You know, uh, before, before, we, before we get into to the TYP, Yenser, um, I, I think I figured it out because you said it last six to 12 months. I don't think anybody over the age of 42 really understands how to Zoom. Uh, so perhaps the technological skills of this younger generation being able to connect electronically versus the old-fashioned way where we used to you know, do things with a handshake and that face-to-face, -face, I think maybe there's something to that that... Uh, this generation is is more attuned to the current working world of electronics and um, online meetings and such. I do think that when it comes to uh, probably folks under 45, the fluency with technology, I think, is easier, but also dynamics like remote work, um, how to run teams and organizations during a time when people are separated. Uh, I know if I've had to do that in my role. It's not fun but it probably comes a little bit easier. And so I wouldn't be surprised if there's, if there's something to that. And um, I was definitely not getting ahead of you on a TYP side, only to say that we have now almost 800 members. And three years ago, there was 120. So I'm just, I say that to say I'm sensing a shift that I would love for our community to notice and to, and to hop on board as we get to be a younger, a younger region with, uh, with, with fresh new voices. That was Zach Yenser. We'll be back to the second half of our interview with him, find out a little bit more about the Tucson Young Professionals. But first, I want to remind you that uh, you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. 
This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We are back, and I will finish up our interview here with Mr. Zach Yenser, the Executive Director of Tucson Young Professionals, kind of filling us in on uh, what might be considered a little bit of a youth movement. We're, we're certainly seeing um, younger leadership in key positions across Tucson, and he's seen tremendous growth in his organization over the past few years. So we're going to find out a little bit more about that. So from 100 and some to 800 in, in a three-year span, um, now clearly, and, and I, don't, I don't mean this in... I mean this in all sincerity. I think some of it has to do with your leadership and, and you are out there and you are preaching and talking to a lot of different organizations. You do a lot of reading and research and that brings back, um, I think people get interested in the organization because of what you bring to it. But there, there's something else to that. It's not just all Zach. So wh- what are you seeing? I mean, what's this energy for, for young people to, to get together and, and start to formulate plans and ideas? Yep. I think there's two things, uh, Tom. One is... We started having conversations with uh, organizations at large that are hiring three, 15, 50, 200, 1,000 professionals, 21 to 45. And we said, what if we could provide you and your teams uh, the ability to be rooted in this Southern Arizona community through connection, professional development, and advocacy? And so we're having these at-scale conversations with companies and organizational leaders, and that has helped. Part two is, I mentioned it in the last of that list, is advocacy. Is we started to say, look, now that we are growing, what does it look like for this collective voice to appropriately push the conversation on some important things in the community? Uh, What does it look like for us as an organization to say the data points to successful regions being affordable, full of opportunity, and having a good quality of life. There's data points that show that that's what retains and attracts talent. Can you afford the cost of living where you live on the wages of a good paying job near good schools, good roads, good parks, and safe neighborhoods? If those things get checked off, communities are successful, they retain great people, and they thrive. And then everything else gets to be gravy on top of that. And I think when we started sharing that message and saying that's the data that makes our job run, I think young people, young professionals said, I want to be a part of a mission-based movement to impact those conversations. And, you know, I've shared a lot of good news with you, Tom, but when we look at affordability, opportunity, quality of life, I don't see one of those region, one of those areas where the greater Tucson area is humming on all cylinders. We've got some major gaps on those areas that we're not moving fast enough with big enough vision uh, and bringing critical mass politically and socially together to solve those problems. And so, um, you know, I think that I'm ho- my hope is that these 11, these 12, and so many young leaders that we haven't mentioned can come together and say, hey, we need this region to look this way to be successful for ourselves and our families. I think you can have those conversations when you're 800 members in a way that you can at 120. And, and, and your members are coming 
from some of these organizations that are, are very influential in Tucson. I, I think sometimes we get this impression of a young professionals group and, and we think of uh, startups, entrepreneurs, people in the gig economy, which, and we do have organizations helping and focusing on those individuals. But your organization is, is like you said, they're, they're members of some of these larger institutions in Tucson. Correct. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of TYP is that really there's three career stages within that 21 to 45 year age range. And certainly you've got folks who are 35 to 45 and they're starting to lead and run and own these organizations. And then you have the 23, 24, 25-year-old who's in their first career stage out of college and everything in between. And I think it creates a really great ecosystem to have all of those ranges represented and a lot of mentorship available just within our our membership. What are some of the events? I was looking at your website. You have a few different events. Um, You've got like an ongoing one with uh, various CEOs. We do. We have a monthly CEO roundtable where we get to sit down with a C-suite executive from uh, a diverse array of organizations in our community. Uh, We have a monthly mixer where we get to just connect as members. Um, And then we have different teams and committees that work on different areas of the community we want to have an impact in, whether that's advocacy or arts and culture or philanthropy. Um, And uh, besides those events and connection opportunities, we have things like our TYP mentorship program where we pair uh, in a couple cohorts a year. We pair our members with uh, uh, our friends over at the Southern Arizona Leadership Council and try to really put in place the things that root people in this community long term and try to reverse that brain drain. Yeah, so something like uh, SALC, the uh, Southern Arizona Leadership Council, that tends to be the generation that we're used to seeing in charge, right? There there are a lot of... um, older individuals, seniors in that group, and the fact that they're now uh, connecting through TYP, I think that's that's an important recognition there between those two organizations. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, and we're separate organizations, um, and we sometimes we, we agree on a lot of things, and there's probably a lot of disagreement with our members as well, and they welcome that. They, they SALC started, uh, helped us stand up our charter in 2007, Um, And they did so because the region realized that we needed a leadership development pipeline, that we needed a platform for leaders to develop, for people to get involved in the region and to keep uh, keep our young talent around. That's why TYP was started in the first place. And SALC got our helped get our paperwork started. And uh, I call them our uncle. Um, We're related, but we're different organizations and we can knock on their door at any time and say, hey, you know, can we get your advice or can we get your thoughts on this or can we get your mentorship? No, the way things are going, you're going to be knocking on the door and say, hey, get out of the way. We're, uh, we're taking over here. You, uh, you created an unstoppable force in 2007 and you can't, rever- can't reverse that. But good for them. Good for Tucson. Yep. Yeah. And as LC's credit, I think that's what they want. I think they want the door beaten down with great young leaders who are ready to take the reins of the region because somebody has to. The PC term, Tom, is generational cohort change. It's the academic term for the idea that we all die at some point. <laughs> all right. I, I, I did not know that. So breaking news here. So every one of us is going to die at some point. The things you learn listening to our show. <clears throat> but generational cohort change, that's, that's the term. That's, that's sort of the transfer of leadership in an organized way and doing it, doing it as a community base because every company has that internal structure. Right. And how you go from, you know, from a, a starting position and you, you work through an organization. 
but you with SALC and TYP, you're creating that sort of on a on a on a cultural level for a community, which makes it a little bit more interchangeable between the organizations uh, as as people are developing. Interesting, right? For sure. Interesting. So anything, uh, th this is going to air here at the first uh, show in February on the 6th. So anything coming up soon that uh, you want to make people aware of happening with TYP or, or ways people could get more information? Yeah, I think the answer to both, Tom, since it's going to air when it's going to air, is that on February 22nd, uh, that's a Tuesday. And as I'm talking, I will confirm that on, on Tuesday, February the 22nd, uh, TYP is hosting an annual general member meeting and it's open to the public. It's free. We're going to meet at the forge at Roy place in downtown Tucson in a COVID safe way. And this is our annual opportunity to share our annual report, uh, to, uh, talk about where we're going in the year ahead and to engage people and our members, uh, in the mission and vision of the organization. And we want, uh, non-members, uh, to see this opportunity, as a way to show up and learn more about the organization. So if you're 21 to 45, uh, plan to make your way down to uh, Forge at Roy Place on February 22nd and go to our website, TucsonYoungProfessionals.com and go to our events tab and you can see all the details and register. But if you'd like a no strings attached free lo uh, look with some food and drink at what TYP is all about, that would be the time to do it and get plugged in. Well, we'll make sure we share that on our, our uh, Facebook page as well to give people more information on that. And if you're over 45, how do you support or how do you get involved? Or do you just stay away? No, please don't stay away. You know, we're always looking for everything from mentors to also if you are a part of a company, if you lead a company or organization, uh, and you have professionals 21 to 45 on your team, uh, would love to have a discussion about how they can become members of TYP and join this 800 plus organization growing. Uh, if you don't, but you have an organization that would value from sponsoring our events and getting your brand in front of our eyeballs, you can, uh, uh, you can sponsor our events and participate in that way as well. And, uh, you can go to our website and Shoot us an email at contact us at tucsonyoungprofessionals.com and uh, would love to brainstorm some ways we can partner. All right. I'm going to leave with the eternal optimist because you're the only person I saw on Facebook that was actually predicting Cincinnati to make it to the Super Bowl. So um, you must be the eternal optimist. Uh, are they going to win next week? What's going on? Uh, who's going to win next week? Well, I'm just wondering because everyone that I saw on Facebook, you were the only one saying Cincinnati was even going to get there. Uh -huh. I did. I did predict that, and I'm very, I'm very proud of it. I, 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 I'm going to go with the Bengals, Tom. I'm going to go out there and say I think, I think the Bengals have destiny behind them. Joe Burrow is going to be the only NFL player to win the Heisman, win an NCAA championship, and win the Super Bowl in three years. So that's my bets on Joe Burrow. Well, he's uh, he's sort of that young professional of the uh, the football world, so. <laughs> There's no surprise about that. Well, Mr. Zach Yenser, host of Tipping Point, KVOI The Voice, Executive Director, Tucson Young Professionals, just community activist all around. Always appreciate your time. And if there's any updates or things you want to share, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you and what you do and uh, what you message in the community. So thanks as always. Mr. Zach Yenser of Tucson Young Professionals, um, a repeat guest, a frequent guest, because he knows a lot about Tucson and what's happening, especially in the urban core and those topics that are important to economic development and our young professional community. 
really has a, a broad spectrum of topics that we can rely on him to, uh, to share with us. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio. And we're on 99.1 FM and always available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. And don't blink, it's almost over. You know, we're finishing up episode 189. The first week of February is behind us. The whole month of January is gone. 2022 is off and running. So stay tuned here for all kinds of cool stuff. Next week, going to have uh, Ashley LaRusa back on the show. Talked to her almost a year ago uh, about a really cool project that she started that's turned into a movement and really just gaining momentum day after day called Blacks Friday. They have a, a new app out to, to help support the cause and lots of updates, and we'll chat with her uh, next Sunday. And then if you ever have a topic you want us to cover, you know the drill. You can email us, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Email us is great, but we also love being tagged on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram, and I do invite you to check out our Instagram page. All kinds of really fun photos, cool photos happening through the urban core. That's all Life Along the Streetcar. You can find all that stuff there on social media. And uh, don't go anywhere. The uh, bottom of the hour, we've got Words and Work, our weekly program from Ted Prozelski, who interviews writers and members of the labor movement here in Tucson. Always an interesting listen. And then at the top of the hour, Ty Logan with Heavy Mental. Another uh, wrap-up here to our Sunday lineup of talk shows, and then we get into some, some cool music this afternoon. Well, our show today focused on the impact of youth, starting with uh, Juan Olivares, his shrine. And if you know that history, just tease it a little bit here, his, uh, his shrine saved the entire, the entire barrio. So the youth movement is alive and well and, and continuing through Tucson Young Professionals. But in honor of that, that youth movement, we thought we'd leave you through the music today from a group called The Movement. And this is from 2020, and uh, their song is called Sound of the Youth. Have a great week, and uh, hope you tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.